You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. UGHD2 Northport and W265CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. A Town Square Media Station. Alabama first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to summer and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched the watch workout in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to pick it, and I run in that pitch and take Biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston. Giving you one hour of intense, hard-hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Good morning. Welcome into the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 on your radio dial. The Martin Houston Show can also be seen live simulcasting on the Martin Houston Network on Facebook at Martin Houston as well as Tide 109, X's and O Sports, Alabama Tradition, and YouTube, Martin Houston Live, and at Martin Houston 35 on Twitter. It's a beautiful Thursday morning. We're live, local, and ready to get things going. We want to invite you to get in on the conversation at 205-342-9904. 205-342-9904. That's the Alabama One Hotline. It's open for business and <clears throat> ready to get you in on the conversation. And as always, you can always get in on the chat conversation uh, by... Uh, giving us your thoughts, your ideas, uh, you're always welcome to add into the conversation there as well. So live, local, ready to go. And remember this, that this is the day that the Lord has made. So let's rejoice and be glad in it. Take some time today to notice someone, love someone, serve someone. Be the difference you want to see in the world today. Uh, the world needs you, so be ready to get in the game. Uh, it is definitely going to be a great show today, the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier on Tide 100.9, uh, the Sound of Alabama Sports, your show, your team. And in the playbook today, i uh, got several different topics we can get to. What does an aggressive Big 12 mean? Uh, of course, we'll kick off the second half with recruiting with Hank South, 247 Sports, Bama Online Recruiting. Uh, we can pick up a little bit of that conversation from the running backs yesterday, or we can begin a transition to uh, quarterback play. Also, hey, SEC Media Days, the guys have been announced uh, who's going that way uh, and heading over. We can even do a little true false, hadn't done that in a while, uh, so we can talk about that uh, as well. 
And um, just to kick things off uh, as we welcome Xavier into the show. Good morning, X. How you doing? Good morning. Doing well. How are you? Good. Uh, good. Before we get into conversation, thanks for covering you and Joe yesterday. I appreciate you guys uh, uh, back in the saddle uh, this morning. Glad to be back in the starting lineup today. Uh, so thanks for, for that. Um, and um, the uh, one of the big stories, of course, uh, you know, that's a highlight of what's happening around the state, of course, World Games up in Birmingham. Kudos to uh, the U.S. softball team for, I guess, avenging a prior situation and circumstances. They take the gold in the World Games. Uh, good morning, Joe. Have, have you have y'all watched any of the World Games, man? I have not. I'm gonna be honest. I have not had a chance to catch any of it. But I'm gonna tell you the names. See, the names of the games seem really interesting. <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't got to catch any of it. Uh, but yeah, I haven't. <laughs> Yeah, I'm with Xavier. I haven't uh, looked at any of it. Uh, I haven't. It, it really hasn't been on TV that much. I guess the gold medal game last night was on CBS Sports Network, which I unfortunately do not have on my package. Uh, but no, I, I haven't looked at them. I, I, I've looked up a couple of the sports and seen some highlights on Twitter, but that's been about it. Yeah, I, I, about the same here. So, but uh, I know that um, cause of uh, uh, Haley McClendon and former Alabama player and uh, Montana Fouts making a little noise. That's been about all I've heard heard about. I've just seen some interesting names there. But quickly moving on, guys, uh, what does a, an aggressive Big 12, let's just start off with that. What does an aggressive Big 12 mean to the college football world? Because, you know, you know, a lot of people are like, okay, even Saban says mega conferences are here to stay. Uh and the question now then becomes how many mega conferences will there be? Uh, and so um, the the Big 12 and uh, their new commissioner, even though he's been in the role, I guess, for a little while, uh, really came out yesterday not hiding it. I, I don't know if you guys got to see any of his talks from uh, the the Big 12 media days or not. Uh, first of all, let me ask you: Did either one of you see any of his comments? Uh, I did not see his comments yesterday. Okay. Did you get to see any of them, Joe? Yeah. So uh, basically, he was talking about fielding lots of calls and kind of uh, seeing what the direction of the conference is going to go. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a lot of guys. A lot of lot. lot Seems like there's a lot of interest uh, potentially, and from the interest based on what he was saying, Joe. It looks like the Pac-12 may be packing it up uh, based on uh, – let me see. I, I took a picture of an image last night. I was watching a show that was covering it. Um, they right now uh, are – are if, if they get what they, they're wanting uh, after Texas A&M – I mean, uh, Texas and Oklahoma are gone, they're going to be an 18-team league. You ready for this? In the – East, potential alignment, if they get all the teams that they're talking about, potential alignment in the East, they have Baylor, Cincinnati, Houston, Iowa State, Kansas, Kansas State, 
uh, Oklahoma State, UCF, and West Virginia, okay? In the West, Arizona, Arizona State, BYU, Colorado, Oregon, TCU, Texas Tech, Utah, and Washington. Pretty much coast to coast, wouldn't you say? I mean, from a from a <laughs> from a, an alignment, that's the eighteen teams. Uh, and if you need me to repeat that, just let me know. But uh, they're talking about these are some of the people that they've either reached out to, and may, he made it sound like got some response, and or have reached out to them. So uh, Pac twelve would lose, <laughs> you know. Uh, Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, Oregon, Washington, and Utah. So that'd be six teams out of the Pac-12, leaving them with what, uh, like four, uh, four teams. So, um, what does it? What do What do you think the, the Big Twelve means? And I, I'm going to tell you one angle I took away from it. That, <laughs> yeah, that that is really coast to coast and. North to South, when you talk about uh, Central Florida being there as well, all the way up to Oregon and Washington. Um, Yeah. I I, I don't know how I feel about it. Uh, I mean, for the money aspect of it, which, let's be real, that's what this is all about. Uh, It'd be great for them, but, you know, I've grown up in a – Grown, I've grown up in the post-conference championship era, things of that nature. And even at 31, I'm used to a certain model. So it, it, that would just be weird for me. Yeah, Joe. Any thoughts on? That? I mean, I mean, uh, any any thoughts on that? And I come back to you on this today. Is that does that sound like a, a competitive? Is that a competitive conference? Would that be? In your opinion, if that's what they ended up with, would that be a strong conference? Yeah, it's, I mean, my, it sounds like the Big 12 is just doing what it can to stay alive, and I, and I would I applaud the Big 12 leadership for for doing that. I mean, you got to be creative in the, right, right now. You've lost your uh, flagship teams in Oklahoma and Texas, and uh, you know the landscape is definitely shifting around you. So you got to go be aggressive. Yeah, and when you look at it, they would they. they you know, I guess you have to put Oregon in that same category. Um, maybe Oregon um, is as good as um, Oklahoma, uh, potentially, uh, and coming out of that conference. And then you have Utah, which has been better than Texas uh, as of late. Um, Colorado used to be a really good program. Um you know, West Virginia's had flashes at time. Oklahoma State's been competitive at time. And thanks to a botched field goal, of course, they gave us a chance to win a national title many moons ago. So under Nick Saban. So, you know, they got they got some competitive teams there. Uh, but here's the thing that I liked about their commissioner, Joe. He flat out came out and said, this gives us money markets. This gives us TV markets. Everybody else kind of talks around it, hints around it. He straight up said all of it, all of it is about markets and about TV markets. And then I caught Gundy of Oklahoma State. All he talked about was, hey, 
we're going to have new time zones. We're going to have uh, new TV markets. Uh, we're going to um, be able to um, be more competitive from a from a, a opportunity to to earn money, etc. And I'm listening to this, guys. And we're going to go to break here. If I hear one more fan complain about these players wanting money, when you hear this, like 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 I said, these two guys just straight up said this all of this is about money all of this about money nothing about the players nothing about players having to travel sometimes from Oregon to to West Virginia to play a football game and still get their classwork done nothing about the basketball guys having to travel on a Tuesday night to to across the country in a jet like none of that's mentioned guys Nothing academically, nothing about the effect on the players. Are you all, here's the question, are you all as tired of, and this is going to be harsh, our listeners, of the fans complaining about NIL and people and alumni complaining about NIL as I am about what these players and how these players are ruining college football. We're going to talk about that on the other side. We also want to talk about SEC Media Days. And hey, did Dion and Saban show you how big boys supposed to handle things versus a crybaby out of Texas A&M? We'll talk about that and more right here on the Martin Houston Show. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, everything pretty quiet on the roadways as we crack up this Thursday morning. Drive carefully, and of course, if you see conditions, give me a call, 205-886-8886. Now you can get a lifetime powertrain warranty on a new or used vehicle at Townsend Nissan. Remember, they're your hometown dealer, and I'm Captain Ray. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky partially sunny today with only a small chance of a shower this afternoon or this evening. Most places will be dry. The high today, 91. Tonight's low, 71. Tomorrow, mostly sunny. The chance of a shower stays small. The high, 93. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 74 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Scott Smith and Softmark Design doing business for 17 plus years. Specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com. It's time for the Martin Houston Show with the same hard-hitting, no-nonsense approach in which he played the game. Martin will take you inside the locker room, down on the field, and across the goal line with his in-depth analysis. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show. I want to remind you about the great folks over at Alabama One with all that they do to make the Martin Houston Show possible. Uh, they got a great promotion going on right now, man. With the rising interest rates, you want to get an interest rate as low as possible. And if you get a low-term 
starting at 36 months, you can keep your interest rates as low as 1.99. That is amazing in a rising interest rate time. If you can afford uh, that low rates, or if you need to stretch out the term to get that payment lower, uh, extended terms on used cars up to 84 months. And that's right. Listen to this up to 96 months. If you qualify on a new vehicle, so get more truck for your buck, more car for your cash. And while you're at it, save money on your vehicle insurance. Go by Alabama One branch, main branch location, and they can take care of both of those. Or visit alabamaone.org and or alabamaoneinsurance.com. Alabama One, one together. All right, guys, we're going to break there. You can probably hear some frustration in my voice with the hypocrisy of so many people. Uh, this, this NIL is going to ruin college football. NIL is going to ruin college football. NIL, the players are being greedy, blah, 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 blah. Oh, my God. When are they going to start calling out these, these uh, academic programs who are making decisions, guys, strictly – on how much money they can make. And I, I, I listen, love it, agree with it, dislike it, whatever. I respect the Big 12 and and uh, their new commissioner and, and, and Gundy for just saying it for what it is. We're expanding. The SEC is expanding. The Big 10 is expanding. They're breaking down tradition. They're breaking down all these things just for the almighty dollar. Are you all as frustrated with the players being the target of who's ruining college football more than these presidents and commissioners? Uh, yeah, because once again, the, the players at the end of the day are doing what they feel like is best for them. Just like the commissioners and, and leagues are doing what they feel like is best for them. We've talked about up until a year ago, college, College programs, college conferences have made every decision and made all this money off of it. And players, regardless of any of these rumors of the 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 guy going, the quarterback going to Tennessee, the quarterback going to Miami, those eight million nine point five billion dollar rumors. That is a a tenth of a percent of what they bring to the university over the time of their careers and things of that nature. Yeah, I think it's crazy that college players are getting told they're ruining uh, college sports, but not the commissioners, as you said. Having a potential basketball team, baseball team, have to fly across the country in the middle of a school. Martin, Martin, the, the scholarship should be enough, man. They get free room, free board. The scholarship's enough. <laughs> hey, hey, Joe. <laughs> uh, Joe, have you ever seen anybody work uh, so much for free? I mean, I, I love it when people say scholarships are free. They got a free scholarship. Really? Okay, let's think about this. Um, I started playing football in the fourth grade. Fourth grade, the first time I got anything for playing, I was in college. 
that scholarship, right? So, so, so did I get that for free or did I earn that? That that's that's number one. Did they give that to me because they just like me and they wanted me to come to their school for free, or were they gonna expect to get something out of it? That's number two. And and then on top of that. Joe, when I was in school, they had to put a rule in place, okay, that limited (laughs) how many hours we could spend in football, right? So they came out with the 20-hour rule. I'm assuming that's still in effect, okay? So here was the workaround, Joe. It couldn't be official, okay? we, We could put in 20 hours a week. We would have to come over the 20 hours Joe started when we stepped out on the football field. So I would come over after the 20 hour rule. We would come over. We would have to get taped early or if you came based on when your class was, if you didn't get, you either came over early enough to get tape and treatment. Okay. Meaning, you know, if you had any bumps, bruises, nicks, night, whatever, you may have to spend an hour getting treatment, ice down, stem, we massaged, et cetera, uh, stretched. Then you got taped. Then you got dressed. And we had walkthroughs, Joe. Guess who ran the walkthroughs? The players. It was voluntary walkthroughs. Guess where those voluntary walkthroughs happen at? Right out on the football field right underneath the coach's window, but we supposedly were volunteering. Then we'd come back in, and then the clock would start. <laughs> so so we were still putting in 25 to 30 hours or more a week. This is after class. And that's what people don't get. I mean, and, and, and it was for free. I I was I was married and I got, you know, $500 a month allowance because I did not live in a dorm and eat in a dorm. Now they do I will say that they feed them. Well, oh, they feed them. Um they do have uh, get some nice apparel and they get some nice gifts. But college football um makes 4 billion that's, that's illion with a B, Joe billion dollars or more a year off of just the 65 teams guys and 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 that's not counting all the college football and it's all about a money grab so i i i just I'm, i guess i'm uh, this is maybe as much personal as it is anything it's just frustrating um that i keep hearing that People are saying the NIL is what's going to ruin college football, but you don't ever hear anybody saying anything about the student athlete being taken advantage of anymore. Uh, and listen, get them what they can. Uh, college football has survived a lot of changes. It's going to be different for us guys, but uh, I'll let you guys give your closing thoughts on, on that. It's just a frustration point for me. Oh, no, I agree. You know, I've I've heard the stories growing up just of what all y'all had to do and the work that y'all had to put in. And, the, of course, the stories of how you got around, you know, the rules and things of that nature. But, yeah, I mean, 
nobody thinks about what all they have to do. And, you know, with even like Morgan and the stories we've heard of all the work she has to put in just as an, as a student athletic trainer. So, you know, she's putting in that type of work, what type of work the players are having to put in. Yeah, it's, it's, it's frustrating. Any closing thoughts on that, Joe? Well, Martin, I would have done it. I would die for the tide. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm with you, Martin. Yeah. I, I, I've yeah. been pro NIL. <laughs> Let the players get their bag this, the, as much as they can. Because, you know, every how many buildings have been popping up on campus over the last 15 years? How, many, how, how much renovations have happened at Bryant-Denny Stadium and just at the athletic department and just really everywhere over the last 15 years? Uh, the, the city of Tuscaloosa has been uh, benefiting uh, off Coach Saban and his dynasty. And, and and who is the lifeblood of his dynasty? We all know it's recruiting. We're about to talk to Hank South. It's the players. So let them go ahead and get as much as they can because, no, it's not free. It's blood, sweat, and tears, and it is hard, hard, hard. People say, oh, he, this fella can't cut it at Bama. I mean, think about what it really takes to cut it at Bama, and those guys deserve, deserve as, much as, they, as much as they can get. Well, yeah, and, 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 and to that point, Joe, is uh, it is um, it the, the, the problem, and Nick Saban addressed it, is not the players wanting to get paid. The NCAA could have easily set a pay structure. They could have easily, instead of wanting to hold on to more and more money um, and put more and more money uh, into their pockets, they could have easily gave everybody some money, uh, in in you know, and and it would have it would have settled. Now it probably would have broke up college football. But guess what's going to happen anyway? Everybody was always talking about what if they do that? You're going to have the haves and the have-nots. Uh, well, maybe you need to have the haves and the have-nots. Uh, do you think a tech company, uh, a big tech company in the state of Alabama? Should be expected to be able to do what Apple does, or 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 should a online company, uh, a very successful online company from anywhere in the country, should they expect to be able to do the same thing as Amazon? No. So that that that's the craziness of college football, and it's amazing how when it was about the players and money, and you couldn't find the additional money uh, to pay players then that was always the argument. But now that conferences are trying to get money for TV rights and all of that, then there doesn't seem to be a problem, guys, with leaving out the smaller guys. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on that angle? And I got one more thing I want to talk about on this. No, I agree. Uh, not not much to argue with, with everything that you said. You talk about the haves and the have-nots, Martin. I mean, we've we've had haves and have-nots in college football since the dawn of time. Notre Dame, Oklahoma, right. Alabama. Uh, so, right. I mean, come on. Let's not act like Wake Forest and uh, Kansas State and, you know, or, or Oregon State are really competing with Alabama for championships. Right. And so and so they would all but, – but what I'm saying is they used, it used to always be, oh, but you're going to do – if you do this, then, then they're not going to be able to pay the players and, and all of this. But now that, it's, now that it's about getting TV markets – and like I said, kudos to the Big 12. I think it helps the Big 12, Joe, in recruiting when their commissioner – in recruiting teams, when their commissioner uh, X guys comes out and says, hey, 
we're getting these teams because we want to expand our TV market. We want to expand our revenue. We want to be in the money. We want to be able to pre- – they literally said, when we present our conference to TV, to television networks, we want it to be attractive. There, there's nothing left for them to even question or wonder. Uh, and the last thing that, that you know, and we'll probably kick this to the cancer, kick this uh, to the fourth and just have a closing thought. But uh, I, I will say this. I, I, I do not buy into the people who talk about this and start talking about college football player is the equivalent of slavery. That is that is the most absurd thing in the world uh, uh, in terms of, of, of equating what I did uh, and what I had an opportunity to do and what these young men have an opportunity to do to slavery. Not even should, anybody who says that should be slapped. Okay. But it is on par with indentured servitude. You, you and, and they're slowly trying to rectify that. So I hope they do. But this has to be the greatest business model ever invented. Think about a $4 billion industry. Just think about it, Joe. If the people who work at Apple uh, or Amazon or at, if you as a business person love what you do as an employee, do you love what you do, Joe, right now? Do you love what you do for the station? Oh, yeah, for sure. Most of the time, okay. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, right? Most of the time, that same way with football. Uh, what what would you say if all of a sudden we said, hey, uh, we're not going to pay you. We're going to give you enough money. We'll give you somewhere to sleep, somewhere, to, some food to eat. Uh, and 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 then uh, and, and and occasional because you don't have access. Then we give you a little stipend, uh, but that's it. You you cannot. We're not going to pay you a salary. And by the way, Joe, uh, congratulations on your show. And if you get on air and start producing on your on, on your own show, you can go out and everything that you do, your money comes back to us. That don't sound like a, a, a very fun deal. <laughs> but, but Joe, you're getting a stipend. You're getting a, a scholarship. We kind of scholarship you. You just can't make money off of what you do. And, Joe, guess what? We're going to make all we can off of you, baby. And we're going to keep implementing. Hold on. I'm going to hold that thought because I do want to get to Hank. I want you to think about this. Think about how much college football has changed and how much more the players' situation has changed versus the scholarship money and all of that and not NIL. All right. Coming back on the other side, we'll have Hank South, 247 Sports, Bama Online Recruiting. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. J.D. Davidson had a big weekend in the NBA Summer League and has signed a two-way contract with the Boston Celtics. Coach Saban and Deion Sanders appear to have resolved their beef over Saban's NIL comments at the region's golf tournament as Sanders tweeted a photo of the two on the set of a new Aflac commercial. And Alabama women's basketball has landed the number one recruit in the state for the class of 2024, Leah Brooke. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. Run it again! For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service 
experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn, which we can customize to meet your needs, or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com as peptalks35.com or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. Of Bama Sports, your show, your team, the Martin Houston Show, on your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9. Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier, live, local, and ready to get things going. Um, I, I will admit that I was on my soapbox this morning, um, stepping off of that for the time being to bring in Hank South 247 Sports, Bama Online Recruiting. Um, Hank, good morning. How you doing, sir? Hey, hey, Martin. Good. How are you? Good. Um, sorry, this morning, Hank, I've been on a little rant about uh, the, the, the Big 12 finally – uh, coming out and it, it uh, making it uh, uh, just known that they are about expanding for the sake of TV and revenues. And uh, I just had my feel of everybody blaming the kids about the direction of college football and that it's going to ruin college football, but nobody's calling out these uh, executives and, 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 and leaders of college football that, that potentially – Right now, West Virginia could be playing Utah and Oregon could be playing UCF uh, if the Big 12 gets their wish list. Uh, so I, I, I realized I was on my soapbox, but uh, it, 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 these kids, I, I guess to, to my reason I bring that up to you, do these kids, uh, are, are they saying anything when they start hearing hearing things about people saying that they're ruining college football because they want the NIL deals and different things like that. Are, are you hearing any of that from the player standpoint? No, I mean, r- really not. And I, I've mentioned this before, you know, NIL isn't a 
you know, talked a lot about, you know, when we're talking to these kids about their choices and, you know, why their schools are on their top list and that, and that kind of stuff, you know, we, we can bring it up and, you know, it's part of the conversation a little bit, but, you know, I, I, I haven't, you know, conference realignment or expansion, anything like that, that hasn't been, um, or, you know, <laughs> what NIL and, and what this is, you know, doing to the game, you know, that, that really hasn't been a, been a huge topic of a uh, topic of discussion so far, at least. So interesting, Joe, I mean, uh, Hank, because when you hear people talk, man, that, that, that's all these players are after and that's what their focus is. And, um, and then all the conference realignment and these kids aren't even, (laughs) you're telling me they're not even putting that in their, into their decision factor. Uh, so that proves my point even more that these guys are just after the money, but Hey, listen, let's, let's get to some, some, some recruiting news. You were on last Thursday. You said you felt it. You were hoping your 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 your, your prophecy uh, gift was not working, but it was. Peter Woods to Clemson. Uh, so this past week, talk a little bit about that decision uh, in this. I guess a mixed bag of of recruiting for Alabama since the last time you were on. Yeah, it's still kind of wild. Um, you know, with, with that with that news going down, with Peter Woods choosing Clemson over Alabama. Um, you know, that was where we felt it was kind of trending, uh, or it was trending, um, you know, in the last four weeks or so. And, you know, Bama, you know, still recruited him hard, still was going after him. And, and you know, he, he followed through and, and, and stuck with, um, you know, what he was feeling. That was Clemson. So, you know, and, and everyone was kind of talking about, you know, what, um, you know, well, he, he might commit to Clemson and, you know, but he's going to flip later. Uh, but, you know, if, if you watch the commitment ceremony, I think he seems pretty set on Clemson. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. You know, of course, Ben will still recruit him. I think the biggest thing we'll, we'll have to watch is, you know, Clemson established when he doesn't let his commits take visits elsewhere. You know, if, if you do, you know, they, they uh, I guess they, they drop you, for lack of a better word, in terms of the commitment list. You know, I don't know if that's going to be the case with Peter Woods. You know, will, will they let him – Still look at Bama. You know, I can't imagine he's never going to go back to Bama again. Um, it, it would be kind of wild after how many times he's been back. He has family in Tuscaloosa, uh, so that's something we'll have to watch. Um, if he does show up on campus um, sometime this fall for a game or for a visit, you now I would take that as a pretty good sign. If he doesn't, obviously, you know, it's not a good sign. Uh, so, you know, we'll, we'll see um, what happens with Peter Woods. Bama's going to have to move on on the defensive line, um, regardless with with, uh, with other big targets, but. You know, they got some big news earlier this week um, in, in Dylan Lonergan, the uh, the four-star quarterback from from Georgia. He announced his commitment to Alabama over over Stanford and South Carolina, and that was pretty big-time news with uh, the caliber of uh, player he is. He's a top 100 prospect. Um, Bama has been you know pressing for him really hard. That you know they have Eli Holstein obviously committed from earlier this spring, but you know they they wanted to add a two-quarterback class if it's the right guy and. And Dylan Lonergan was the right guy in their mind, and they got him on board. He's a he's a dual sport athlete. He can play basketball or um, he can play football and baseball at Alabama. So um, got a got uh, you know uh, a do it all kind of player. So you know big uh, you know bad news Peter Woods, good news Dylan Lonergan. You know um, still some some potential decisions upcoming um, for Alabama. So not all is lost for anyone that's uh, that's freaking out. Yeah, uh, Hank, and that was interesting what you said about Dabo. I had never picked up on that, that he doesn't let his recruits take uh, 
take additional uh, commitments, take additional visits. That's an interesting yeah. approach, but it uh, seems like it's worked out for him. So, um, X, uh, what, what you got for um, Hank? Good morning, Hank. How you doing? Hey, morning, man. How are you? Doing good. Uh, so I was just wondering, I talked about it earlier in the week, could it have been a a position fit that might have been what got Peter Woods to go to Clemson with him being more of that 4-3 end versus the 3-4 that Alabama run? Yeah, you know, I, I think that that was part of it. Um, you know, I, I think you look at Alabama and, you know, it, it, I saw someone mention it there, you know, who was a position concern, you know, you, you look at what Bama's running and it's like, you know, how, how could you not have Will Anderson and Dallas Turner or Chris Braswell on the field together, you know, with that, with that scheme. So, you know, obviously they're going to, you know, play to the, or, uh, you know, scheme to the, the players they have and, and uh, the strengths they have. But, you know, overall, you know, I think that that probably played into it. I think, um, you know, I think, you know, obviously Peter Woods is a really spiritual kid. His dad's a pastor. I think that, pitch played into it as well you know i think you know he connected with Dabo at that level as well so you know i think several things went into it and you know sometimes kids just you know you're told or you, you all your life you know oh he's going to alabama he's going to alabama you know that that's where it's going you know maybe that that plays into it a little bit too and maybe you know make your own path and you know leave the state leave home so you know that that could be something as well so i think a few, a few things went into um him deciding on clemson Oh yeah, you just right. man, I, I did not know that about his dad. Um that yeah. that is huge, uh, in terms of his dad being a pastor. Um, you know, uh just on a quick personal note and then we'll get Pat in. Uh, you know, Hank, when I was being recruited, uh NC State actually stopped recruiting me. They stopped recruiting me on football. They said if you're gonna make your decision on football, we stand no chance against the Alabamas and Auburns. But they saw that I had put down that I was interested in computer science. And that's what they would talk to me about. And they had me convinced. And and it snowed through, um, Friday, January 8th. Uh, it snowed, so I was not able to fly up on uh, for my visit on the 9th. Um, and uh, the next weekend I came to Alabama and uh, committed before I left campus. Uh, so... Uh, and, and knew that if I went to NC State, I actually canceled my visit. I knew that if I went up there and I liked the campus, I would probably go to school there. So uh, yeah. there, there is a lot of other things, uh, as you said, Hank, that goes into it other than just the football. Um, we're speaking right. with Hank South, 247 Sports, Bama Online Recruiting. Let's get uh, Pat in. Pat, you in with Hank. What's your question for him? The quarterback from Georgia, is he as real a deal as uh, what I was reading about? He said this kid uh, is a gym rent, a 4.0 GPA, and uh, with a nearly 95-mile-an-hour fastball. I caught for a kid that was 6'2", out of Florida, that was uh, a quarterback. Uh, and, hey, that guy, hey, 95 miles an hour, I had to put a uh, part of a football knee pad into the heel of my glove. It would stone bruise my hand. Uh, this is this is unreal. Is he that real? Yeah, you know, I obviously, you know, we've, we've been looking into him more in the last few weeks as it looks like Bama's been in better shape for him. And, you know, you turn on his film and, you know, you talk to his coach, you talk to people around him, and 
he really does seem like <laughs> it might be a steal of this class. You know, I think he's uh, he's obviously a top 100 player. I think he's the number nine overall quarterback, and his, yeah. his, he plays for the. He plays for the biggest high school in Georgia. He's the starter, obviously. Uh, but I was talking to his coach, and he said, you know, they, they've never had an eighth grader in their varsity program until him. They said they, they knew he was good um, in middle school. They were watching him, and they brought him up in eighth grade in the spring to get him kind of acclimated to the varsity level. Um, they were down some quarterbacks as well. They said he had the playbook down in two weeks, the entire varsity playbook down. Um, his coach was saying that um, – yeah, like you said, he's a gym rat. He squats 500 pounds. He power cleans 300 plus. He said that he has a lot of lower body power, and that obviously goes into uh, goes into his strength, his arm strength as well, um, and kind of what what he can do there. But um, you know, he's a coach's kid. Uh, his or, uh, his uh, legacy recruit. His dad played. Um, his dad was a quarterback at Penn State. Actually, the year they won the national championship, he was a backup quarterback, but he was on the national championship team. Um, mm. So he's got. Football in his blood. Uh, he's been around the game his whole life. Um, obviously, you know, plays at the highest level in Georgia. That's that's about as competitive of a of a program as, as you're gonna you know come up in. So, I think he's a big time player. Um, you know, I, I think you know it says a lot about him too that he's committing when you know, he could have gone to Stanford, he could have gone to South Carolina, and probably played right away almost. Um, but he chose to come to Alabama to uh, to to compete with um, with the the guys already there. So. Yeah, you know, props to him. I think he's an exciting player. Yeah, yeah let's hope he's Mac Jones 2.0. It sure sounds like it. Hey, but my question this morning is going to be, oh, Caleb Downs, are we going to get pick up a safety to go along with Mr. Football out of the state of Mississippi who is, uh, already is projecting to play safety at Alabama? Are we going to be able to get Downs to come in? Yeah, you know, I think it's trending that way. I think, uh, you know, Bama's in positioning itself pretty well for him. I think they have been for a few months, but got kind of quiet a little bit the last few weeks after his official visit slate. But, um, you know, talking to people, I I think Bama's in a strong position for him. You know, Ohio State's pushing for him. Georgia obviously wants to keep him home. Um, Some other schools are coming after him. But, um, you know, I I think he's really connected with Nick Saban, Traveris Robinson, Charles Kelly. Um, You know, I I think the whole – you know, he's another one that you know. His, his uncle's a coach in North Carolina. His brother play. His brother Josh is uh, receiver at North Carolina. So, like, you know, he he's really looking into uh, you know the process behind you know the development, all that kind of stuff. And I think uh, I think the opportunity to play under Nick Saban is one that you know he he knows is a really big deal for especially for his position. All right, fantastic information. Hey, right, have a blessed day. Have a good one. Thank y'all. Thank, Thank you. Glad to hear you back, Morton. I have for right. is uh where is Alabama sitting with Malik Bryant as he gets ready to commit? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, you know, everyone that's you know, there's been some freaking out on the message boards. You know, Miami is this year's Texas A and M in terms of uh kind of the boogeyman, the the <laughs> program that's getting everybody. Um and I think that might be the program trending. You know, they got him on campus last for a special visit. Um, at the end of June, you know, I think prior to that, Bama was trending. Still think it's really close, uh, but I know there's been some buzz more towards the Hurricanes for him ahead of his decision next weekend. So, uh, you know, that's something we'll watch. But again, you know, Bama's, you know, recruiting several linebackers. You know, they got Justin Jefferson recently. Um, a kid we're watching, Centurion Perkins, the, uh, the Ole Miss commit. 
he could be on flip watch um, relatively soon. And, and he plays that inside linebacker spot. So, um, you know, watching Malik Bryant, I'd probably pick Miami today. But, um, you know, I think it's close with Bama. Wow. Right. So, Bama, Bama, what, what we talked about seems to be kind of – it's playing out in back-to-back, um, I guess, years. We, we talk about the, the impact of Saban having to recruit against Saban – um, all over the country, especially in the southeast and, and out toward Texas with Jimbo last year and look like Crystal Ball uh is doing his thing and we know what Kirby's done. So it sounds like the that that effect may be taking taking hold. Uh as you look at this Alabama class though, had a couple really good weeks of momentum last week, uh Kind of a, a mixed bag, as you said, Peter Woods to Clemson, but uh, then getting, as you said, potential steal of the class uh, with the quarterback. And I know Bohannon is loving life right now, uh, getting a, a picture that can throw in the nineties uh, as a as a scholarship. So I mean, free scholarship. So, but where 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 do you see this Bama class going next? And um, kind of a, a projection on where they go after Peter Woods. Yeah, um, you know, I, I think, you know, like I mentioned, I, I think Centarian Perkins, the Ole Miss commit, top 100 athlete, he's going to play running back or linebacker. He's going to play linebacker at the next level, but could be a Division one running back too. Um, he, he's a guy to keep a close eye on. Um, you know, Pat just asked about Caleb Downs. I think he's another one. I, I think Bama's, uh, you know, in the mix for some top running backs. Obviously, Richard Young, Justice Haynes, those two guys are uh, big running back targets to watch. Um, I, I think there's some 2024 news to keep an eye on. Um, you know, Montavious Collins, the top 100 tight end from, from Rome, Georgia, he's going to make an announcement next to, let's see, next Wednesday. Um, Bama's in the mix for him. Jalen Mbakwe, the, the four-star athlete from Pinson, um, he's going to make a, well, he looks like he's narrowing his decisions down. Um, he could be making a decision sometime. In the near future, um, trying to think who else, you know, uh, Malik Bryant, we're obviously going to be keeping an eye on. Um, and then, you know, there's the, still, you know, we're still seeing kids pop up with decision dates like every day. So, you know, by next time we talk, there could be five more kids set to announce. So uh, that's all we're watching. But, you know, I, I think Bim is going to pick, I think momentum, you know, momentum has picked up with commitments. Obviously, there's been, you know, eight, I think, over the last three weeks. So, Commitments aren't, you know, lagging, but, um, you know, I, I think we'll see that. I think we'll see more commitment to, as, you know, the next few weeks come about. All right. That's Hank South, 247 Sports, Bama Online Recruiting. Hank, tell our listeners where they can find more about uh, what you got coming up and uh, stand to know uh, with 247 Sports and Bama Online Recruiting. Yeah, absolutely. You said it, uh, BamaOnline.com. Obviously, you know, recruiting still popping. Um you know, SEC media days are coming up, so a bunch of coverage on the way um, and then straight into fall camp. So BamaOnline.com, my Twitter handle is at HankSouth247. Best following recruiting at HankSouth247. Thanks, Hank. Yep, thanks, guys. All right. Hey, listen, we got, we got literally the Alabama One Insurance two-minute warning as we're going straight through to the end of the show. We're getting ready to wrap things up. Guys, I'll let you, X, have closing thoughts on today's show uh, from a standpoint of 
either recruiting and or the conversation we had around Big 12, uh, or you may have something else you want to give a shout-out to today. Yeah, uh, well, not really much of a shout-out, actually. Very sad news. Uh, Spencer Webb, tight end from Oregon. Uh, a, lot, a lot of people remember he's the big tight end that caught the pass over the Auburn player back in 2019, uh, tragically passed away yesterday in a, uh, in a diving accident at 22 years old. Oh, wow. So sorry to hear that. Joe, you have anything? Oh, well, I just think you hit on a lot of great points, but then a lot of things that people don't, don't think about. Everybody, you know, sees the side play on Saturday and sees whatever their school is play on Saturday and thinks, and if I could do that, I would. And, 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 you know, many of us would, but it's a lot more worth than just showing up on Saturday, uh, and, and playing football. And so, and so for these guys and how much money is involved in the game, I think that, uh, you know, NIL, uh, is a great workaround to get these guys compensated at a somewhat fairly level and i and i'm gonna pick it up joe because i want to i want to on a fire sale friday i want us to pick that conversation back up because i mentioned the indentured servitude or whatever you want to call call that name for it also is the next step gonna be a union for the players because the games that went from 10 games a season to 11 games in the regular season, to 12, to SEC championship, to two, to, to one playoff game, to two playoff games. We're talking about potentially expanding playoffs. If that happens, you're talking about these kids and they've gone from uh, 10 games to 16 games with no representation. We know what happened several hundred years ago when people felt like uh, they were being unfairly taxed and not fairly represented. Is that what's next for college football? And is a union on its way? And will that help to put some guidelines in uh, that Nick Saban keeps talking about if those who are in charge are not going to put the guardrails in? We'll talk about that and more. We'll have a review of all of this week's topics and conversations. We'll also look forward the SEC Media Days, uh, and so much more. You are always welcome to add your thoughts and content to the Martin Hughes Show with Martin and Xavier on Tide 100.9. For Xavier with X's and O's Sports, go check him out on the various social media outlets under that umbrella. And for Joe Gaither, uh, hey, Joe, congratulations. Tell them real quick where they can find you today later on talking about what you're going to be dealing out. Oh, we'll be live and local right here at 11 a.m., so uh, stay with us to Tide 100.9 all day for live and local programming. All right. And for the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Dave, I'm Martin Houston telling you, trust in the Lord always, lean not your own understanding. All your ways acknowledge your direct your path. Roll Tide, everybody. Party going on right here. A dedication to last throughout the years.